The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening and uh, as most of you would or know and you're tuning in to uh, listen to Mark the Shark. Well, Mark the Shark had to have a little procedure done yesterday and filling in for him is the fill-in champion of the world, Mr. Victor Armanderas. And uh, Victor is better known as On Point with Victor, and uh, he fills in many times for Eric Erickson on WSB. And on occasions when Mark needs him, he'll fill in for Mark the Shark. So I know you're disappointed that we're not going to have rhyme time, but <laughs> if we're lucky, uh, who knows, Victor might come up with a poem and... Uh, <laughs> Describing the Democrats. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. On Point himself. Well, let's see. Uh, you know, I think Biden, uh, if he had a card, uh, roses are red, violets are blue, I really miss you, and I'm scared of toasters. It goes something like that. I, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be the rhyming king that Mark the Shark is, but hello, folks, and welcome to the show. Uh, this is America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armanderes, and I am sitting in today for Mark of Reality Bites. Uh, listen, let's all wish Mark well. Mark had a little procedure. I'm not going to go into what he had done, but um, I'll tell him what he needs to do. Uh, because you guys are familiar probably with, uh, <laughs> Roger's gonna kill me. You guys are probably familiar with, uh, uh, Locked and Loaded. If you listen to that show, if you, it's all about guns, 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 and more guns, and it's just a great show. Uh, Roger B., who hosts the Locked and Loaded show here on America's Web Radio every Tuesday, he's a walking, talking encyclopedia about guns. And, uh, my advice to Mark, Mark, you know what, what Roger does to stay healthy. Uh, I think you should do the same. <laughs> and I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it right there, and I'm not gonna <laughs> go into much more detail. Um, uh, alright, folks, listen, we got a lot to, lot to talk about. Um, I, I don't even know where to begin, but I'm going to start here because so many people, so many people, the the question I get asked the most now is 2024. Victor, Victor, what do you think about 2024? What's going to happen in 2024? Look, I can't tell you what's going to happen. If I could tell you what's going to happen in 2024, then I would go buy a lottery ticket tonight and uh, America's Web Radio would be very wealthy. <laughs> so, uh, But I can tell you some pretty darn good analysis. I can give you, I should say, I can give you some pretty darn good analysis uh, of what I think is going to happen. And, and a lot of things that are transforming, folks, I... I Look, I will tell you what I think Joe Biden is up to and what Jill Biden is up to and what the Democrats are up to, because I haven't heard this anywhere from anyone else on the radio, from any talk show host, other, you know, all my awesome, awesome companions who do the, to do the wonderful art of talk radio. I really haven't heard this point. And uh, so I'm going to make this point today. So you be sure to stay tuned and, and, and hear my prediction on on what Biden is up to in 2024. Uh, but first, I want to start out. So I've had I, the, the other question I get, not just, you know, I get the generic question, Victor, what's going on um, in 2024? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think it's, you know, who do you think it's going to be? And then the other question I get quite a bit is, 
What do you think about the candidates running for the Republican side in 2024? You know, I, I, the people, there are people out there who support Trump policies and for some reason they just can't bring themselves to, to wanting to support Trump. And there are also a group of people that I run into and talk to that they, they tell me, look, I, they love Trump, but they want to get past the, the vitriol that's used against Trump. They support Trump. They, they love him. They, they love the policies. But they don't know if they want to try another four years of putting up with everybody attacking Trump. And my simple answer to that is this. Look, if you support Trump, you need to be behind him. Because I don't care if 2024, if the nominee is President Trump or Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Tim Scott, it doesn't matter. They're all going to be attacked. It's not just Donald Trump. Listen, Donald Trump gave the Democrats a new avenue. It gave them a new plan of attack. It gave them, it allowed them to write a new book on elections. It allowed them to do a whole lot of things because they were able to use Trump. They were able to use the, the type of person that Trump is. I mean, Trump is a New Yorker to the core. Um, Trump can be not nice. And and I don't mean that in a mean way. What I'm saying is if you attack a New Yorker, chances are that New Yorker is going to attack you back. That is Donald Trump. That is Donald Trump. But understand something. The Democrat Party is not going after Trump because he's Trump. They're going after Trump because he's in the lead. They're going after Trump because of what he can do and what his policies can do for this country. They are really, you know, Trump had a very, very awesome thing that he said, and he said this, I don't know, not too long ago. Um, and you'll see memes about it and you'll see things out on hopefully commercials. Donald Trump once said, he goes, look, folks, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. He's just in the way. And that is 100% true. That is 100% true. No matter what you feel about Donald Trump, no matter what you think, the left is coming after you. They're coming after me. The left is coming after anyone who believes in freedom. The left is coming after anyone who believes in liberty. The left is coming after anyone who believes in individuality. The left is coming after anybody who wants to protect themselves by by uh, using the Second Amendment, by enjoying the Second Amendment, their God-giving right of the Second Amendment. That That's the, the left is coming after you. And Donald Trump is just in the way. Donald Trump's the guy that's been in the way. But understand something. Understand something. If Donald Trump loses in the primary to Ron DeSantis or he loses to Nikki Haley or he loses to uh, Tim Scott, any one of those people will be attacked with the same plan that liberals and the lib, <laughs> I was going to say libtards and I shouldn't. Uh, the left, the progressive left, the Democrat party, today's Democrat party will attack Nikki Haley. They will attack Ron DeSantis. They will attack Tim Scott with the same vitriol that they're attacking Donald Trump. So if you think just not, just by not voting for Donald Trump, that you're going to have an easy cruise and you're going to have normal times where they actually debate policy, well, you're sadly mistaken. The Democrat Party has rewritten the book. Donald Trump, now listen, is Donald Trump may be complicit in this only because he made it easy to be attacked. He made it easy for the Democrats to, to attack him. And again, I'm not saying that is a bad thing. It's just the person he is. He's going to attack you. If you hit him, he's going to hit you 10 times harder. That's the way he is. That's the New Yorker in him. But what it did, what is it open? It did open the door so that Democrats found a way to rewrite the election book and found a way to go after a, a, a person and demonize them and turn half the country against them. Don't worry about the fact 
that Donald Trump's policy had gave us one of the best economies in history, gave us the lowest unemployment for Hispanics, the lowest unemployment for black folks, the lowest unemployment for Asian folks. Um, more women were working in the workforce under Donald Trump. All of these things happened. All of the most positive things, if you sat around one day and said, what are the most positive things I could say about an economy? All of those things happened under Donald Trump. They did. They did. All of those things happened under Donald Trump. But what the left was able to do was they were able to turn almost half this country against, or maybe more, I guess, against Donald Trump by by telling you he just wasn't the right person. His attitude, his personality, he's just he's he's not virtue enough. I mean, all of those things. When honestly, folks, nothing matters but policy. Nothing matters but policy. I really don't care what kind of past Donald Trump has. Uh, now, I'm not saying I condone it, but what I'm telling you is that. The person that, that I nominate or the person I want to be in the presidency is the person I want to bring forth the policies that I know will help this country and I know will help people. You can virtue signal until the cows come home, and that's not going to put a dollar in somebody's pocket. You can virtue signal all day long, and that's not going to bring down gas prices. So you can elect an establishment Republican who will do not much different than the Democrats, and not one person will be helped by it, maybe a little bit, but but not much. But when you take somebody who had the policies of Donald Trump, they, they were actually conservative policies. You know, the, the the biggest thing that people had in 2016 when Donald Trump announced is they were like, oh, he's not conservative. And you know what, folks? They were right. They were right. Donald Trump, for most of his life, was a Democrat. But you know what? Donald Trump figured out that, that the country was heading in the wrong direction in 2016, and he ran for president. He said, I'm going to expose. I will expose the Washington swamp, and I will implement conservative policies because conservative policies work. And you know what? Donald Trump did it. Donald Trump, when was the last time we had a president in modern history that actually campaigned, said what he was going to do, and then did it when he was elected? Because that's what Donald Trump did. So, again, what? Uh, however you feel about him. And here's the other thing. Donald Trump had us, in a short time, energy independent. I can't tell you how important energy independence is now. And I'll bet you some of you are starting to realize it. Some of you people who just could not get past the mean tweets. Oh, orange man bad. And you've listened to all this ridiculous lies on CNN and MSNBC and the myths, truths and the disinformation. And you bought all of it hook, line and sinker. So your eyes, you, you let your eyes deceive you. Because you could see, you could see that your life was better under Donald Trump. You could see that you had more money under Donald Trump. You could see that the gas prices were uh, were cheaper under Donald Trump. You could see that we were no longer dependent on wacko Middle Eastern crazy countries because we were energy independent. That happened under Donald Trump. And in two short years, Joe Biden has decimated our energy sector. And if Joe Biden gets another four years, look, folks, we've got to worry about what he does in one more year, let alone what he would do with five more years. Donald Trump, I'm sorry, Joe Brandon Biden, the dementia patient in the White House, is decimating our energy sector. Where do you think we're going to be when China owns all the batteries, China owns all the minerals, China owns all the exploration to make those batteries, and then not only that, China has all the coal plants to make regular and useful energy? Because we're not going to be able to do it because Joe Biden's trying to shut down our coal plants, trying to shut down anything with fossil fuels. Joe Biden doesn't want nuclear power plants. Joe Biden doesn't want natural gas, natural gas. Joe Biden thinks you can just plug up to a to a unicorn fart. So apparently we're going to put a bunch of plugs in unicorn butts and they're going to somehow power all these batteries. It ain't going to work, folks. It's not going to work. We're, we're, we're going to crash our energy grids. 
But this is the plan of the Democrats. This is the plan of the Democrats. And I am not using hyperbole. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me say it before. The Democrats' goal is a long-term goal. They want the American citizen to not be able to own a vehicle. I don't believe this crap about electric cars. They know darn well that we don't have the, the, the ability to make enough batteries, let alone for all, to, for all these cars, let alone charge them. We don't have the infrastructure to charge all these cars. So we will be at a point if we lose fossil fuels and we lose gasoline and we no longer have gasoline vehicles and everyone's dependent on an EV, for those who can afford the EV, it won't be long where those EVs will be sitting because they'll have dead batteries. And then what's going to happen? Well, that's the goal. They don't want you owning a car. And they're not going to stop there. They don't want you owning a house. These are all the things that you that you really need to understand that your Democrat Party, today's Democrat Party, look, it's not the party of Kennedy. It is the party of progressives. It is the party that wants to take us to third world status. It is the party that wants to have an elitist Washington and then everybody else is the peasant. And and I, again, I am not using hyperbole, folks. This is the long-term plan of the Democrats. So when people ask me, when they ask me about 2024 and you're telling me that you have a problem with Donald Trump, they're going to attack whoever the Republican nominee is going to be attacked, and they will be attacked relentlessly. And let me tell you this. If Tim Scott is the nominee, they will attack him even more and, and uglier than they did Donald Trump. You mark my words. And David, you look like you might have a comment. Oh, I've got several. All right. <laughs> Let's roll. I, I think I've, I've heard some stupid things, but did you hear what uh, they want to do with the Defense Department? Oh, gosh. I, yes. They want, they, somehow, David. And David, what a great opportunity this is. And I'm glad because I, I, I wanted to get to this. So we'll get to it right now because you are a veteran of the United States Army. Where, please tell me, where are we going to plug up electric tanks and electric <laughs> missile launchers? In the middle of the desert? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the trucks that purify water for our troops on the front lines, how are they going to power them? They're not. I mean, you know, it, it ain't going to come from windmills and fairy dust and, and, and solar panels. I thought that was stupid. And then we've got an, you know, one thing that I, I may have misunderstood you or didn't hear you that Biden has totally screwed up that is coming to pass again today is the uh, capture by Iran of one of our oil tankers. Oh, unbelievable. And what's Biden going to do about it? Oh. Bad boy. You all shouldn't do that. I'll be surprised if he even says that. Yeah, I will too. He'll try to overlook it. He'll Somehow it'll be Trump's fault. You know, that's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, David, it's crazy, but, uh, but, but folks, David is right. You, you gotta understand this is how idiotic this is. When, when, when you've got a Democrat party that will look you in the face and tell you that we need electric tanks, California can't even charge all the electric vehicles they have, and it's a small percentage. California has a lot of electric vehicles. They have a lot of bozos driving. I shouldn't say that. But they have people who bought into all of this climate climate religion, and they buy their electric cars, and they think they're doing well. When actually they're they're hurting the environment more. But that's a whole other story. But the fact of the matter is, California 
is a, is just one state that can't power all the EVs and it's just a small percentage of the, of the cars that are on the road right now. They can't even power those. How do you think we're going to be on a battlefield somewhere, whether it's the middle of the desert or some jungle? How are you going to power a, a, a tank? Uh, David, how heavy is a tank anyway? I mean, let's just say a diesel running tank is probably, what would you think? I mean, we're talking several tons. Oh, <laughs> more than several tons. You're talking probably uh, at, forty tons, eighty, at, 80, at 80 least. Pounds, so like that. exactly, and the the most weight on an EV is the battery. Can you imagine the weight and size of a battery that it would take to run a tank? For for I mean, a tank needs uh, some of our tanks can reach a pretty darn good speed and move pretty quickly and they need to do this over a, a we're talking 100 yards 200 yards wherever they've got to go whatever the battle when the, the situation whatever it it demands that tank's got to do it do you think a battery operated tank a is going to be able to get out of its own way no uh b it's going to run out of charge in five seconds and c Nobody's talking about this either. What happens when one of those EV tanks gets hit by fire or just catches fire? A chemical fire is different than a regular fire. A regular fire that needs oxygen to burn is one thing. When you take a battery and that thing catches fire, folks, a battery is a lot of chemicals. And a chemical reaction fire creates its own oxygen. And that's a whole other problem. There's also going to be a uh, humongous. We already got a big, big recruiting problem. Oh, gosh, now, yes. who's going to drive those electric tanks? Uh, that Mulvaney transgender Bud Light drinking dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should. I mean, there. You know, nobody in their right mind is going to sign up to no drive. Uh, Absolutely not. Tanks. Absolutely not. Would you want to be an infantryman or, or a a army? Join the army. And be placed on uh, the armored vehicle division and be placed in a tank that can't get out of its own way because A, the battery's so heavy and B, it's out of charge. I mean, what are these, what are they going to do? I, I, and these, and folks, the they're Democrats. Wrong. I got it. I got it. I know what they're going to do. They're going to put a windmill on top of it <laughs> and let it. Let the wind oh power. So they might as well open up a sail and hope that the wind will come along. And push this thing along. I mean, it's just, it's, it's sad, but this is today's Democrat Party, folks, and this is why, this is why 2024, this election is going to be so important. I know, I know every year you hear it on radio, you hear it everywhere, that it's the most important election of our lifetime. Well, you know what, folks, we're getting to that point. 2024 is, is, there's so much riding on it. When, when you have, you've seen the damage the Democrats did in two years. The only thing that has slowed them down was the fact that the Republicans took over the House. And, and right now, the, and thank God the Freedom Caucus really, really, really gained some power in the House. And they're holding McCarthy's feet to the fire. That's the only thing that's slowing the Democrats' plan down. But they still control the Senate and they still control the White House. And if we give them four more years, folks, we, we're, the Republicans, there's too many establishment Republicans that'll put up a fight. We have to win the presidency. We have to. So so that leads me to this. All of that big intro there leads me to this. And, David, do we need to go to a break? Or? No, All right, we're going to power through here, folks. And don't you worry. You've got a talented host here that can power through without commercial, <laughs> at least so far. Uh, all right, so all of that opening there leads me to this. 
I get questions about Nikki Haley quite a bit. And look, I, I like Nikki Haley. I've told you guys I like Nikki Haley, but I would, I, I, I would only say for vice president. That that's what I think she's running for, and that's what I would consider her for. Uh, she wouldn't be my first choice for that either. Uh, but people will ask me, well, Victor, why 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 don't you think Nikki Haley should lead the ticket? Well, here's the thing, folks, and I've told you this before: Nikki Haley is too much with the establishment Republicans. I know she did a fantastic job under Trump when she was at the UN, and she is a sharp lady, and I like her a lot. And I think as a vice president. Under somebody like Trump or under somebody like DeSantis, I think would be awesome for her. And then I think she could take the reins and be probably an amazing president. But she, I don't want her to be that person now because she's too much with the establishment. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you how I know this and why. And I, to me, she disqualified herself the other day. She disqualified herself from being the top of the ticket the other day because the, the somebody in the media, and I can't remember who it was, but they, they, uh, asked Nikki Haley with all this stuff going down in Florida with Disney attacking Ron DeSantis and Disney now is trying to sue Ron DeSantis. Nikki Haley, go look at her answer. That is an establishment Republican liberal rhino answer. The answer that she gave. All Nikki Haley had to do was say, look, what what Disney had in 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 Florida was a carve out. They had special carve out, and they were able to run their own, basically run their own laws, their own government for Disney. They were getting all these special treatments, and they weren't paying taxes like to the level that everybody else has to, and all the other companies have to. They they were they were really given a special carve out for years, and then Disney decided to jump. They couldn't let well enough be alone. They couldn't just entertain children. They had to get in the political arena, and then they started pushing left wing agenda. And they started really, to me and 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 to many people, pushing a left wing agenda that was damaging to kids. And Disney's all about kids. And so Ron DeSantis did what anybody, what any good conservative governor would do. They they and it wasn't just Ron DeSantis, folks. Here's the point that's missed. The Florida legislature, the Florida legislature passed the bill and Ron DeSantis just signed it. So the Florida legislature really deserves most of the credit. Now, yes, Ron DeSantis was saying, hey, you guys need to do this. But the Florida legislature took the ball and they ran with it and they took away the special perks from Disney. Because if you're going to get special perks and then you're going to go all political and you're going to start pushing a woke, progressive, anti-children agenda – well, then it's the duty of the government in Florida to say, well, then you no longer get your special treatment. You no longer get to evade the tax rate that everybody else pays. You no longer get to set your own rules and laws. No, now you have to live under just like every other corporation, because if you're going to get in the political arena, then you don't get the special perks. And and that is exactly what, what basically happened in Florida. And Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley was asked, what do you think about Disney? Uh, suing Ron DeSantis and that fight that's going on down there. And Nikki Haley, instead of saying it is tr- it, the conservatives have it right in Florida, the conservative legislature. Look, I understand she doesn't want to mention Ron DeSantis because she views him as an opponent. Fine. All she had to do was say the legislature, the conservative legislature in Florida has it right. They're protecting children. They're protecting the people of Florida. And they're not going to allow a company to have special carve-outs to abuse the system. And then turn around and then use that those those perks to go all left-wing woke agenda uh, on people in Florida. That's all she had to do. She had to, All she had to say was the conservatives have it right. 
that, that Disney doesn't deserve special carves out and then be able to abuse those carve outs by going all political. And, uh, that's all she had to do. That's all she had to say. She, that's all she, all she had to say was Disney is facing the consequences of what good, what a good conservative legislature should have done. But no, she couldn't say that. Do you know what Nikki Haley said? Nikki Haley said, well, you know, I just want to open the door. I will be happy to talk to the governor in South Carolina and we will welcome Disney. You bring all your, your, uh, hundreds of thousands of jobs and your parks and you come to South Carolina. That's what she said. A total establishment thing to say. And what she was inferring was that Ron DeSantis was wrong, that the legislative is wrong, what they're, they're wrong in, in Florida. Now she tried to say in the same breath, well, when under, when my, when I was governor and the current governor, South Carolina is not woke. We didn't allow that. And then she at the same breath said, come on in Disney. We'll allow your wokeness in South Carolina because she wanted to try to make a dig against Ron DeSantis. And that, my friends, that disqualifies her immediately. Um, I, it is ridiculous that she can't stand up for the conservative movement, which is right. Look, if, if they were wrong in Florida, I would tell you. I am beholding to no party. I am beholding to no politician. I, You know, those of you who listen to On Point with Victor, now I know this is the bite of reality, and I'm filling in for Mark Deshart. But you people know who, who I am. I am beholden to no politician. I am beholden to no party. And if and if, if the Republicans got it wrong or if the conservatives get it wrong, I will tell you. But they don't have it wrong. The establishment Republican Party once again has it wrong. And that is where Nikki Haley has her alignments. Now, again, I think Nikki Haley would be far better than Joe Brandon Biden. Nikki Haley will be better than any Democrat that they can put up. So if Nikki Haley somehow becomes the nominee, I will support her 100%. But right now, I do not support her because we have Trump and we have DeSantis. And those are the two guys that I support. Uh, nothing against Haley, nothing against Scott. But because Nikki Haley just – there's my point. She, her answer to this question made my point on why she shouldn't be at the top of the ticket. That's why. Nikki Haley is too much of an establishment Republican player. Now, I do think if she ends up being the vice president under Trump or the vice president under DeSantis, I think she's going to learn a whole lot. And then I think she'll divorce herself from that establishment connection. But right now, she hasn't done that. She hasn't done that. So that is why, for all you folks out there who want to know why I don't think Nikki Haley should be at the top of the ticket, well, that's why. That's why. And she she spelt it out herself in that answer. It was It could have been a very easy answer. Listen, to save this country... To get us back on the right track, we have to come together. The Republicans, the independents, libertarians, we have to come together and understand that we need a freedom, a liberty, a, 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 a conservative minded governorship. That's what's going to bring this country back and put it on a constitutional conservative approach. Maybe that's the way I should say it. That's going to put this country back on the right track. And when Nikki Haley couldn't just couldn't say, hey, the Florida legislature's got it right. They've got it right. Disney's wrong. That's what she's that's all she had to do. She if she had said that she would have made a lot of points with me. And 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 I but you see already she's not even coming together with the conservative movement because we know we know. After the damage that Joe Brandon Biden has done and the Democrats have done, the only way to get us out of this mess is going to be a conservative president, a libertarian-minded, freedom-loving, liberty-loving, that type of conservative. 
That is what we need because whoever comes in, whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's Ron DeSantis or Tim Scott or Nikki Haley, whoever comes in and, and takes the, the helm at 2025, they immediately are going to have to start cutting, uh, cutting spending. And I mean cutting spending, not reducing the growth of spending, which is what the establishment Republicans will do and is what the Democrats will, will scream and call cuts. No, reducing the amount of increase is not a cut. We need real cuts. And the only people that are going to do that, folks, is Donald Trump and, and Ron DeSantis. That, and they're going to have a fight. And you know who's going to be their biggest enemy? The establishment Republicans. But we need a team to come in in 2025, take the helm and the executive branch, and we need to roll back every executive uh, order that Biden has signed. They need to to immediately push the House into making real cuts and the Senate. And then we need to pick out programs, government programs that can be cut and, and just eliminated. We need to find departments, government departments that can be eliminated. And then we need, and we need to change our tax code. These are the things that need to be done that will put us on such a growth path and they'll put this country back in a position of strength and then get back to Donald Trump foreign policy because that had us, that we were stronger than we've ever been, folks, when Donald Trump was president his first three years. And we need to get back to that. We need to, whether it's Trump or DeSantis, look, you folks, you guys know, you know where I stand. I am 100% with Ron DeSantis and I'm 100% with Trump. I will take either one of those because it's one of those men that's going to take us on the road that we need to go on. And, and I, I can't put it any other way, folks. I just can't. And honestly, when it comes to picking the vice president, look, I think Nikki Haley would be fantastic. I do. I think she'll learn a lot. And I think Tim Scott will be great. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see, um, who, who emerges as that, uh, vice president front runner. Right now, I think it's Nikki Haley and I think it's Tim Scott. I do. I do. Um, I, you know, South Carolina, I don't think we really need that much help winning South Carolina. <clears throat> so that might be the only reason not to choose Nikki Haley or Tim Scott. Uh, you know, maybe there's someone else out there, but you know, <clears throat> we'll find out. We'll find out in due time. But right now we've got to worry about who's at the top of the ticket. Now, I know some of you are out there going, but Victor, but Victor, but Victor. Donald Trump is attacking DeSantis too. And yes, he is. And this will probably be Donald Trump's downfall. If, if Trump is not the nominee and he loses out to DeSantis, it's probably going to be because he's making some stupid boneheaded attacks on Ron DeSantis. And, and I'm not afraid to say it. Look, I, again, I'm a hundred percent with Donald Trump. I support him. I do. I don't have a problem with him, but folks, if he keeps attacking Ron DeSantis, he's going to lose his nomination. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Reality Bites. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. For Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. 
You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, this is Victor Armendariz, and I'm filling in for Mark with Reality Bites. Uh, listen, folks, I've got a show called On Point with Victor. You catch it every Tuesday, every Tuesday from 1 to 2. And, uh, you know, I, I always have lots to say. And, and basically, you guys, you need to hear it. You need to hear it. As as the Godfather used to say, I am here to talk and you are there to listen. <laughs> so, uh, And every now and then, folks, you'll catch me filling in for Eric Erickson. So stay tuned to my social media, which is uh, Victor Armandarez on Facebook, Radio Victor on Instagram. Find me, follow me, and uh, you'll you'll be up to date on whenever I'm filling in for Eric. Uh, so it'll we have a, always have fun when I do that. So all right, so this is the point for 2024, ladies and gentlemen. And I I I, I, I I've said this before, and I'll say it again: you support who you support, but don't fight with people, other Republicans. Uh, there's nothing wrong right now with with people supporting Trump, people supporting DeSantis, people supporting Nikki Haley, people supporting Tim Scott. Listen, you work your heart out for the candidate that you believe in and, 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 and don't let anybody tell you different. But when the day comes and the vote happens, it's going to be Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. I just promise you that. But and honestly, I don't know, but whoever, whomever it is, we have to get together. I don't want to hear any of this never Trump business. I don't want to hear any of this never DeSantis business. I don't want to hear none of this never Haley, never Scott. The only thing I want to hear is never Biden, never Democrats, no more Democrats. That's what I want to hear. So you support who you want to support right now and, and get off your A double S. If you're so high and mighty and you're one of those Republicans out there who just can't stand Trump or some other Republican, then you get off your derriere and you go work hard for your candidate. But when your candidate doesn't win, you get behind the candidate that does. Because if we lose to the dementia patient Joe Brandon Biden, then I don't know if this country has a prayer left. And, and I, again, I know it sounds like hyperbole because I, I am not willing to give up and I'll never give up. I'll never give up on this country. But so, and listen, I think I can outrun it. Look, I, I work my tail off. I work my tail off so I can squirrel money away to outrun anything the Democrats throw at me. And, and, and honestly, you should do the same. You should do the same. But I'm not going to give up on this country. But I, 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 I cannot stress enough how we must stand together to stop the Democrats now. Because if we don't stop them in 2024, then it's going to be a whole lot worse. And a lot more people are going to hurt. That a lot There's going to be the, – the middle class is being de- destroyed by the Democrat policies right now. If you get another four years of Democrats, there's not going to be much left of a middle class. So that's just going to be more people that are going to be hurt by Democrat policies and more more people that we're going to have to help. It's going to make the job harder. The longer we allow the Democrats to destroy this country, the longer it's going to take to fix this country. So I would rather put a stop to it now, put a stop to it in 2024, and let's turn this ship around. Around. Let's get this train back on the rails that won't derail. <laughs> so, uh, so in 2024, support who you want, uh, 
but come together at the end. No matter who the Republican nominee is, we must stand together because it's too, you know, there are times when I would say, go jump on the Libertarian Party train, but not now, not now. The only way we can save this country and help people, I mean, really help people is by getting a Republican in office in 2024. And that means we got to get behind Trump if he wins. We got to get behind DeSantis if he wins. We got to get behind Nikki if she wins. We got to get behind Scott if he wins. That's as simple as that, folks. And David, you look like you got another comment. A question for you. What did you think of Congress raising the debt ceiling? Oh, gosh. So, you know, here's another problem, David. I I understand they're always going to raise the debt ceiling. They're always going to do it. And here's the, here's the, my problem. You can't allow the Democrats and Biden and, and whoever is controlling Biden to say that they will raise it without any kind of negotiation. Because the only way we should allow that debt ceiling to be raised is there's got to be cuts to come with it. There's got to be real, real austerity to come from it. And so far, Kevin McCarthy is, is, is holding up what, and, and, and the only reason McCarthy is doing this is because the Freedom Caucus. The Freedom Caucus is demanding that there be some cuts made, some reduction in spending. Something has to give. The Democrats have to give and the establishment Republicans have to give in order for this debt ceiling to go up. Because if, if McConnell had his way, if Lindsey Gramnesty had his way, they would raise this debt ceiling with no problem and give Joe Biden a win. Because it would be a win. It would be a loss for this country, but a win for Joe Biden. But thanks to the Freedom Caucus, we're going, they're going to have to negotiate. And, and yes, they're going to raise the debt ceiling because the United States is never going to default on their, on, on their duties. Uh, they're not, and, and the dirty little secret, David, about this is when you look at servicing the debt month to month, we have plenty of revenue coming in to do that. So there really isn't this threat of the debt ceiling fight to me is, is overblown because we're not going to not service our debt. We have enough money coming in. Now, if the Democrats continue to get their way and, and they get four more years, we will reach a point where we won't be able to service the debt because there won't be enough producers. The Democrats are actively taking so many people off the federal tax rolls and only a small people are paying taxes. Well, that eventually that catches up with you and you won't we will not be able to service our debt. But right now we can right now we can. But McCarthy has to hold his ground. Now, what McCarthy needs to do, he needs to figure out a way to get in front of Joe Brandon Biden. So I'll give you guys some a bit of insider news. And this is something that that I've just I've heard from people. Um, I don't have all these great, wonderful connections. I just hear it from other people that I have connections with. But the Democrat Party right now, the Democrat Party right now is actively doing everything they can to not allow Joe Biden to have a meeting and sit down with McCarthy because they're afraid that Joe Biden will have a moment of cognitive reality and 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 he will agree to making a deal with Kevin McCarthy. Uh, and, and they don't want that to happen. The hard left, the progressive left is doing everything they can right now to not allow Joe Brandon Biden to meet with Kevin McCarthy. So Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans got to come up with a plan. They got to figure out a way to outsmart the Democrats. And, and that's not hard to do. So they need to get on it. But they need to get and sit down with Joe Biden and tell him you're not getting your debt ceiling without some type of negotiation. Period. Period. And that and they've got to stand firm on it. And again, folks, don't buy into this stuff that we're not going to service the deficit because we will. We will. They're trying to use fear. 
to to get power. That's what the Democrats are great at. They use fear to get power over you. Look what look what they did with the COVID flu. Look what they did with the flu. They used the flu outbreak to gain so much power over you. And you know what half of you people did out there? You gave them the power. Shame on you. Shame on any American. It's so un-American to give politicians in this country unchecked power. I mean, that is, you can't get any more un-American than that. You really can't. So going forward, folks, listen, we, we've learned, we should have learned a lot from 2020, 2020, uh, and the last two, three years. So we know what we need to do going forward. We, we sure do. We sure do. So, so hopefully Kevin McCarthy will, will stand strong and he will force Biden. They will have to negotiate and they will unfortunately raise this debt ceiling. But here is, herein lies my whole argument on why we need Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis in 2024. Because they will make the moves. Cuts have to be made. You have to cut spending. We have to eliminate redundant government programs and eliminate redundant government departments we have to if we do that we won't have to worry about raising the debt ceiling because we won't be going in debt by the trillions we'll be coming out of debt by the trillions imagine the money that will be saved if we just start firing the bureaucracy you fire the bureaucracy in washington we we identify and eliminate Redundant departments in government. We identify and eliminate redundant government programs in Washington. And you will see this country turn around economically. It will be amazing. And you couple those cuts. You couple those cuts with real spending cuts. And you couple those with changing our tax code from a progressive punishing system to a, a an awarding uh, consumption tax system. Oh my goodness, folks. This country, I, it'll be unbelievable the ground that we will stand on because of the economic power. Look, we don't just have to be a military power. An economic power on the global world right now, that is more powerful than anything. And we will be that country if we do these things that I'm saying. Listen, I don't have to have a pedigree from Harvard. I don't have to have a pedigree from from Stanford or Yale. These are common sense, conservative, libertarian ideas that will put this country back on such a growth uh, growth line that we would build. The middle class would be bigger than it's ever been. Uh, we would be we would lift more people out of poverty than we've ever lifted. If we just do these simple, simple, simple things that I've outlined today. All right, folks, take it. We've got to take a break. We will be right back. This is Bite of Reality, and I am Victor Armanderas. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes, 
by voting locally for conservative Republicans. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. So, folks, listen to this. Any of you out there who buy into this that Trump can't win, I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. At least right now, I think you're wrong. And this is just this is my humble opinion. I will tell you that Trump, yes, he might have the hardest time winning, but I do think he can win. Listen, Biden, Joe Brandon Biden, the dementia patient in the White House, the numbers came out yesterday. He's at the low, one of the lowest points he's been in his presidency. His approval rating is 37%, which means you've got CBS and, and, and these left wing media outlets reporting this. What does that tell me? Well, that tells me that the true number is probably in the low 30s. He's probably in the low 30s. If they're telling you 37%, he's probably at 30, 32, 33%. Now, no president, I, I am almost positive that no president, at least in modern history, has had a number that low when they've announced that they're running for re-election. I am almost positive, folks, that this is a first. Joe Brandon Biden is sitting in the 30s, low 30s, I guarantee you. His approval rating is in the low 30s, and he's announced his re-election bid. Ladies and gentlemen, trust me. Donald J. Trump can win in 2024. Or he sure can. He can. He may have the toughest time doing it. But when you take somebody like Biden, who's sitting down at that low number in the economy, and listen, folks, here's the other thing. Listen, I've warned you guys before, and I have begged you. I, I put on my Dave Ramsey hat. I've put on my Clock Howard hat, and I'm telling you, do what you can immediately to squirrel money away. Save money because the recession that is coming, that we are, we, the headwinds are already showing themselves. Now, I don't know how severe the recession is going to be the, 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 for the rest of this year and 2024. I don't know. Nobody does, but I do know. Just by looking at simple indicators in the marketplace, whether you're looking at the markets, you're looking at uh, companies' uh, P&L sheets, if you're looking at uh, the all the firings that are about to happen and that are starting to happen, you're looking at all the layoffs. When you're looking at what com- companies are doing, when when I'm seeing uh, constriction going on, I'm seeing just pay attention to the moves. If 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 you look at the, the there's all the indicators are showing. That we're preparing for a recession. Uh, the Fed, the Fed, you know, there was a, a leak call the other day that came out or something came out and the Fed admitted, uh, that they're continuing to raise rates. They're going to continue to raise rates. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot escape a recession when you continue to raise rates. That's the whole point of raising the rates. So it's coming. It's coming. It's here. But it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. So be prepared. Do what you need to do now. Squirrel money away because you need to be able to weather the storm that's coming. Joe Brandon Biden is going to make whatever storm that hits, he's going to make it worse because your gas prices are going up. Your food prices are going up. Um, the cost of everything, folks. I don't care if they tell you that inflation came down to 5%. They're not telling you the entire truth. When you factor in the the food and the gas inflation is still over 
and and when they try to tell you there's stabilizing going on, well, there might be stabilizing at a higher price. It's still ticking up. It's still things are record high over what they were when Donald Trump was president. So this all of this hurts who? This hurts the middle class and the poor. It hurts them the most. So I am telling you and I implore you to do what you need to do. Start trying to cut your own spending. Try to be frugal. Uh, just put some money away. Squirrel some money away because you're going to need to get through the hard times that are coming. But help us on the way. Help us on the way. If you guys do what I tell am telling you, what I'm asking you, stand together. You can support Trump now. You can support whoever, uh, Nikki or DeSantis or, or Scott. Support who you want. But in the end, when we have a nominee, everybody needs to get behind him. Because if we don't stop the Democrats, it's going to get a lot worse. You're going to take a recession that could only, that could really be a two, three year recession. And you're going to prolong it if you reelect Democrats. So we cannot fight amongst each other. We cannot. We must come together. Because I, listen folks, you want to beat fraud in 2024? Then you, you beat fraud with overwhelming turnout. You beat fraud because the Republican party stands together and libertarians stand together and independents stand together and we all go vote. We don't play this never Trump BS. We don't do never DeSantis and never whatever. Unless you're doing never Biden. That's all you need to know. Never Biden. Never more, no more Democrats. That's what we, the mantra needs to be. You better stand together with whoever the nominee is. I don't care if it's Donald J. Trump because he can win. He can win. By Joe Biden is putting this country on such a bad position, not just in the foreign policy world, but on the domestic front. Joe Biden is putting us into a recession. Joe Biden is driving up gas prices. Joe Biden is driving up energy prices. Joe Biden is driving up gas, not not just gas for your car, natural gas for your homes. He's driving that up, too. He's driving food prices up. Joe Biden is about to cause massive layoffs. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party is putting us in a horrible economic position. And, and we're only going to get out of it if we stand together and we get behind whoever the nominee is for 2024. So I, that, that's, I just cannot stress that point enough. So when everybody asks me, when you're asking me, who do I support? Well, I'll be honest with you. I support Donald Trump and I support Ron DeSantis. Those are my two guys. Those are my two. I don't care which one wins. And I'm not even going to tell you who I'm going to vote for in the primary because honestly, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I, 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 there, there are plenty of reasons to have Donald Trump and there are plenty of reasons to have Ron DeSantis. So I love them both and I will support whichever one wins and I will make my decision as we get closer on which one, who, who I'm going to support, but it'll be one of those guys. I can tell you that I can tell you that it will be one of those guys. It'll be Donald Trump or it'll be Ron DeSantis. That's where my vote's going to go. And then I can't wait to vote against those, the, the crazy dementia patient and the Democrats uh, in 2024, because I know what we need to do to win. And I know what we need to do to go forward. And, and folks, I, I want to help people. Like I told you before, I think, you know, I, I, I was raised to work hard. No, even if it means two or three jobs at a time, because I was raised to outrun any politician's stupidity. But there are a lot of people out there living paycheck to paycheck. In fact, I heard the number the other day. I, I it's, it's staggering. It's, it's something like two thirds of the population lives paycheck to paycheck. 
they can't withstand a recession. They can't withstand what the Democrats are going to do to them. I want to help everyone in this country. I want everyone to do well. So in order to do that, we've got to have good people. We've got to elect the right people. We've got to elect not not Democrat lights when the establishment Republicans. We've got to elect some strong-minded conservative leaders, and those two, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. We've seen Ron DeSantis, how, my goodness, what he's done in Florida is is absolutely amazing, and that's leadership, folks. That is leadership. What Ron DeSantis has done in Florida is the leadership that we need in this country. What what Donald Trump did in four years, that's leadership that we need in this country. And, and Donald Trump needs to can, can do better and needs to do better, and I know he will. Because in, because another four years of Donald Trump, he doesn't have to worry about re-election. He doesn't have to worry about playing footsies with the establishment because before he thought that's what he had to do. And he thought that they would get behind him. But they didn't. And they won't. Listen, Lindsey Graham is crawling so far up Donald Trump's derriere right now that when Donald Trump burps, you, you hear Lindsey Graham. But Lindsey Graham will be one of the first ones to backstab Donald Trump if Donald Trump is the nominee and if Donald Trump wins. So Donald Trump's got to go in there and he's got to get rid of a lot of the bureaucracy and he's got to be willing to fight toe to toe with McConnell and Graham and the rest of the establishment Republicans. But all Donald Trump needs to do is get the people behind him. If he rallies the American voter behind him, no politician in Washington can get in his way. None of them can get in his way because the American people, if we get behind the ideas that Donald Trump has or Ron DeSantis, and we start throwing out Lindsey, the likes of Lindsey Graham, and you throw out McConnell. You know, all of these people are going to be up for re-election in the next few years. And the only people they will listen to are the voters. They're the only thing that Graham and McConnell and, and the establishment Republicans, Romney, Collins, McCaskill, um, that, uh, I can't remember his name down in Texas and not Cruz, the other guy. But all of these guys and all of the Democrats, the only thing they fear is re-election. The only thing they fear is re-election. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you stand together and you throw these people out, or at least you show them that you're willing to throw them out, they will line up behind Donald Trump's agenda or Ron DeSantis's agenda. They will line up and they will make things happen because they don't want to lose their job. These people love power too much. Lindsey Graham loves power too much. Mitch McConnell loves power too much. All of them, they love this power. It would be nice if they loved helping people as much as they love the power. It would be nice. But the only way to force them to do what they need to do is to put somebody like Donald Trump, who just doesn't give a rat's you-know-what about the power. Donald Trump has money, enough money, to get him all the power he needs. That's the kind of person you want in the presidency. Somebody who's not seeking money. Somebody who's not seeking power. Ron DeSantis, that meant they have raised so much money. The, the super PACs, Ron DeSantis hasn't even declared to be a candidate yet. But yet the, the, the PACs have, have raised one pack and there's several, but one has raised over $30 million for him. So, so Ron DeSantis is going to have the money. Ron DeSantis doesn't need power over people. Ron DeSantis didn't use power to make Florida great. He used policy. And Ron DeSantis can do that for the country. And that's what we need, folks. That's what we need. 
I don't want somebody who who comes in who 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 wants to get into politics because they want power and they want money, like the Clintons, like the Bushies, like the uh, even the Bushies had money before. But come on, they're 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 the epitome of the establishment because of power. Um, the Obamas, all of them, they got in it to make money and power. We don't need that anymore. We don't need that anymore. So you remember when you pull up to the gas and fill up your car and what used to cost 25 bucks now cost you 85 bucks. When you go get your eggs, what used to cost you a couple of bucks now cost you eight bucks. When you go want to buy that steak to grill and that you, you could get your steak for 298 a pound. Now it's 998 a pound. You remember who did that to you? The Democrat party led by Joe Brandon dementia patient Biden. With the help, unfortunately, of some establishment Republicans. You remember that, folks. Remember that. Now, before we end the show, I've got to ask my question that I ask on all my shows. No matter if it's my show or a show I'm filling in for, I ask the question, where's the manifesto? Where is the manifesto? Ladies and gentlemen, you remember not too long ago, it was maybe a month or so ago, this shooter in, in Nashville who happens to be a transgender shot up and killed three kids in a school and killed three adults and wrote a manifesto, left that manifesto explaining why they did it. And that manifesto hasn't been released yet. And there's only one reason that they're hiding that from you, ladies and gentlemen. They're hiding it from you because it doesn't fit the left's narrative. It doesn't help the transgender movement. And we as a people in this country deserve to see the manifesto. And that manifesto has to come out. So I'm not going to stop until some Republican gets off their derriere and and leads the movement, whether it's through subpoena or, or a lawsuit. And gets this manifesto. We must see it. We must see it. So, uh, that, that, that's, I, there's no ambiguity there, folks. We need to see it. We deserve to see it. We, the people, own this country. And we, the people, if we, the people, are going to be subject to the ridiculous crap that comes out of the politicians because of shootings, then we deserve to see why this shooter did what they did. And when, it, when, when you have the, the luxury, of reading a, a the writings of the shooter, then that needs to be released. That needs to be released. So don't stop fighting. If you're out there, ladies and gentlemen, you got a few minutes today, email your congressman, email your senator, email the House member, the senator, email everybody in government that you can get their email and make a phone call. And you tell them you want to see the manifesto for them to get off their butts and start working to re- get that manifesto released. Because the only reason it hasn't been released is because of political pressure. So put the pressure on the politicians, folks. So, all right, folks, we're at the end of the show. Listen, I have had a blast sitting in for Mark. This is the Bite of Reality. I would love to have a rhyme for you, but I don't. <laughs> so next time I do this, I'll prepare a rhyme, I promise. But uh, listen, folks, you remember what I said. You guys support. You get out there. You be active. You do what you can to to talk to your neighbors. Talk to everyone. Get them excited about 2024. And then understand that we got to come together in 2024 with whoever the nominee is. We must stop Dementia Joe. Now, I didn't get into what Dementia Joe was up to in 2024, so listen Tuesday. I will get into that because I do believe he has a plan, and and this and you're not going to like it because it's going to end up with Kamala Harris being your president. So tune in, folks, next week to him, to me, and tune in next Friday for Mark Reality as I believe Mark will be back. You guys have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.